welcome to Pokemon Variety Hour, the show where we talk about a variety of different Pokemon topics. I am your host, Riley, and today I am joined by just one of my fabulous co-hosts, uh, your friend, Anaru. Hello, it is your DM, your PM, your GM, although this isn't a TTRPG, so it kind of throws that out the window. <laughs> the DM, PM, GM of another different show. Yes, hello. Not a Scratch podcast. Listen to it on all your favorite podcast (laughs) platforms. (laughs) I feel like that's become a meme of Pokemon Variety Hour at this point. It's just a plug and not a Scratch all the time. Pretty much, yeah. (laughs) How you doing today, Anaru? I'm doing well. Uh, Today's actually our uh, recording day uh, for the main show, so I did that today. Uh, Very fun. Well, I'm glad to know this is just a side show. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, my real thing. I'm actually an accountant. The real true. thing that I care about is happening tonight as well. <laughs> <laughs> is that later? Or have you already done that? Uh, we've already done it earlier today. So, Oh, good times. Yeah. I do. I do. As I said on Twitter a while back and didn't keep good on, I said it on Twitter like a month ago. I was like, I should start maybe do being a good friend to my friend Anaru and listening to his podcast. <laughs> and I didn't. There's a lot of episodes. And I should. <laughs> I know there's a yeah, lot of episodes. Yeah, it's it's uh it's an above average listen. That's as much credit as I'll give it. I mean, I listened to like nearly the entire backlog of Blastburn Radio in like three weeks. I think I can handle No, oh, yeah, no. <laughs> Not a scratch. You'll be you'll be fine. <laughs> but um uh, yeah, I think it's about time to get into the show proceedings, which means we got to talk about what you've been doing in Pokemon. I'd say this week, but let's be real, guys. This show isn't fucking weekly anymore. <laughs> like, <laughs> I tried. I fucking tried. It's not. <laughs> no, I, I, I relate, though. Uh, there's, it's definitely a... It's definitely tough to get things consistently going. Um, the only reason why our the, the the main show or my show uh, is has been um, consistent for so long is we have a backlog because eventually I know that we'll all be busy and things like that. So um, we used I'm to keep backlogs that... of at least like two or three, but lately it's been hard to even get one episode to happen. So yeah, I know what you mean. So uh, Anaru, what have you been to- doing in Pokemon just in general lately? <laughs> Sure. Um, so actually, uh, and I hate to keep bringing up the podcast, but it, um, not necessarily not a podcast really listenable <laughs> on all sorts of platforms. Yeah. Um, but I, I've been uh, streaming Pokemon Emerald with one of my co-hosts on the podcast. Now, the thing is, despite him being on a Pokemon related podcast, he has never played a main series, any Pokemon game outside of Go. Um, so I j- dragged him on. We're streaming his first playthrough. Uh, we chose Emerald because it's a it's a game with enough newer Pokemon that it will interest him, but enough older Pokemon that he'll have some sort of stability, if you know what I mean. So, uh, I mean, I feel like really the choice in that regard, even though I don't know if you were able to stream this, this would have been the obvious choice if you did have the technological capabilities. I feel like X and Y is the perfect game to fit yeah. those check marks. Well, I also, because of uh, how... Um, I don't want to use the E word here, but the device used to uh, play games outside of your the devil, the devil device. software is, is yeah, the, term. the devil software. Um, I, I prefer to uh, play games or use that device for games that I own and I don't own X or Y. So uh, that's uh, fair. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, so I'd, 
I, I don't want to be like too off like that. Uh, but um, that's it's definitely one of the things that I, I want to do. Um, as, I, as well I as avoid the, emula- um, I, I avoid. Oh, I'm sorry. I avoid using the devil software. I, I almost said the e word. <laughs> I avoid. I avoid using the devil software for 3ds because one, it doesn't run very well because my laptop's a trash pile. And yeah, I can see two. Uh, last time I tried to get a Pokemon Y ROM off the internet, this was like this is a year or two ago, so perhaps it's not as huge now. But I got a fucking copyright strike on my router. <laughs> last time oh, wow. I tried to get a Pokemon Y ROM, they said, "Hey, don't fucking do that, or we'll shut your internet off." And I was like, "Okay, cool." Yeah, I yes, won't. sir. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that, that would that would kind of. Uh... Prevent that from happening. I understand that. I now I bought a real copy of Pokemon Y because uh, uh, Blastburn Radio is going to be coming back soon with X and Y, and I'm ready to play along. I got my card. I have heard that. I'm excited because I think um, I I don't remember when they shut down, but I only really got into podcasts in the summer of 2019, and I'm not sure if that's yeah. They shut down like early 2020. Yeah, so that 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 would be early for me because I hadn't really explored all the areas i was mainly focused on like ttrpg type of stuff um yeah definitely so uh i know blastburn radio is like a, a, a an og i guess and so it's exciting to see them come back and uh, see their backlog and probably explore that a bit more have you listened to their tabletop stuff because they did do a ttrpg i know they did i haven't had the time to listen to that oh but, it's uh, so hopefully. good it's so fucking good it you know it's hard for me to recommend now because it seems like they don't ha- really have any active plans to go back to it, and it did end on a cliffhanger. But what's mm-hmm. there is very good. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Most shows I've uh, gotten used to the idea of them ending on a cliffhanger, just because of the same idea that this show kind of has. It's like you're not 100 percent sure if you're able to go for another week uh, consistently. You know what I mean? So, wait, this show is in not a scratch, or this show is in Pokemon Variety Hour. <laughs> Both, <laughs> you never, I mean... you never know if it's gonna be the last episode. Here on Pokemon Variety Hour, where we struggle to make anything happen ever. <laughs> I mean, to be honest, we have to keep that in mind. I mean, uh, there's always a chance that something goes, like some person has to travel away or do some long-term plan that has to uh, prevent you from continuing your shows. So it's always important to keep that in mind. I'm also a very uh, pessimistic person when it comes to successful things, and the show, for the most part, has been relatively successful, which is why I'm like, all right, when's the, when's the ride going to end, right? Yeah, you got fucking like seven thousand listens, didn't you? Uh, yeah. We as of today, I think we have seven thousand plays. Fuck, man, that's wild. Kind of, kind of wild, considering. I'm not sure. I the, the big, the biggest thing is that I don't have a framework for like what a good show, how quickly it goes, and what a bad show, how bad it goes, and like other things like that. So as far as I know, it's like, hey, seven thousand. That's a number. That's big. That's a number <laughs> that seems large. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> I've never seen 7,000 people in the same room. Therefore, it exactly. seems like a large quantity of people. <laughs> yeah, exactly how it works. But yeah, uh, no, but yeah um, congratulations on that, dude. That's fucking amazing. Appreciate it. I have to get you and uh, anyone else uh, on Variety Hour on the show doing a special episode or just some random one-off thing. I feel like that would be exciting to see. That'd be a really good time if any other Variety Hour host wanted to do things. <laughs> Yeah, it'd be exciting, uh, especially because uh, the show is very much improv oriented in the sense of like nobody has. I, I 
if you listen to the show, it sounds like there is some structure, but there is no structure. There are plot points that are brought <laughs> it in. It is fake structure. The, the structure is a lie. <laughs> it is somehow it has somehow flowed in a way that it makes sense. But I'm telling you, like between episodes, there are moments when I'm because uh, we record in bulk usually with like two or three at a time. And in between the first and second episode, I'm frantically scrambling in the five minutes it takes for uh, everyone to get ready after using the bathroom and uh, drinking water and stuff like that. I'm just frantically like, okay, they did not do what I thought they were going to do. Pick a new plot point. Come on, let's fit something in here. Uh, uh, yeah, they, 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 they meet this guy. Okay, great. Let's do, let's do that. Like, guy out of nowhere. Yes. <laughs> but uh, yeah, to, I, to get back I to think me, I know what uh, you mean. Like, uh, me and some of the variety hour people. Uh, we did do a tabletop campaign in the past. It wasn't a podcast. We just kind of, we did it. It was a, an, an, a very much ex friend of ours GM'd it, and mm -hmm. even doing that was very like hard to put together, even when it wasn't being recorded. Sure. Yeah, I, I can definitely say that. Like by the end, a lot of people weren't invested in it. Like a uh, uh, fun story. Colo, host of the show, Colo. Uh, we mm -hmm. did one. We did one session of that campaign at like four in the morning. And he was fucking, he was like, I don't know if he was drunk, tired, or both. But <laughs> by the end of the session, he was, no joke, this is not an exaggeration, on the floor singing karaoke. <laughs> <laughs> That's wild. It was, it was a beautiful thing. <laughs> uh, but to get back to the original question, because I feel like we strayed away from that. Um... The uh, mainly Pokemon Emerald. Uh, I I do a couple of. Uh, I think I mentioned this in a few episodes ago. Uh, Pokemon Challenge things, uh, like as is the trend. Um, those are mostly recording because they're longer than they should be. So uh, that's been mostly what I've been doing over the past couple of weeks. Alrighty. Uh, well, as for me, I've had some fucking adventures in Pokemon, y'all. Like there's that. <laughs> The in particular, I believe I did start to cover the early stages of my Pokemon Emerald Nuzlocke in the last episode a month ago. Yeah, that's done. And uh, in a good so, way. Mm, oh in, a, in a in a uh, way, like it's not a horrible way. I did, in fact, collect all eight badges and ascend to the Pokemon League. I just uh, wiped to the third Elite Four member. Mm. It was uh, it was an unfortunate turn of events. Like I kind of knew, like I was kind of fucked about that particular elite four member because I had no answers to her on my team, and even if I wanted to train something new, I had no fucking answers for her in the box. So it was like either yeah. I just luck into a victory or I wipe because fucking Glacia sucks. Because you know, Ice type. I have a Torkoal. Should be easy, right? Nope. Because every fucking Ice type in the world is also Water type. Yeah. <laughs> So Torkoal kind of did oop. not present a good answer. I feel like I feel like things might have gone differently. This might not be the case, but I feel like the one decision that really fucked me over was against Phoebe, where it didn't seem to impact it that much, but I did in fact somehow forget that ghost type was immune to normal type. Like I didn't I didn't forget that fact, but I forgot somehow that Torkoal's only physical move was Body Slam. And I was like, oh, I can use Torkoal and Curse Sweep. Wait a minute. No, I fucking can. <laughs> and, I, and I had to switch out. 
<laughs> so and that and then that battle I lost my whale lord, which I knew at that point, like even if I somehow make it past Glacia, that whale lord was walking my ice coverage. I was not making it past the fucking dragon mm, man. Yeah. <laughs> so at yeah, the end was... of the day, either way it was not going to end well. But um that's how that's how that went. Like it was a fucking it was a big run. I'm I'm satisfied because you know the farthest I've ever made it in a Hoenn Nuzlocke before this, well, a original Hoenn Nuzlocke. I've done Oraz Wonderlock stuff, but a vanilla mm-hmm. Nuzlocke in Game Boy Advanced Hoenn. Uh, the farthest I had ever gotten before this was fucking Norman. So I think oh, Elite okay, Elite yeah. Four <laughs> Number Three is a pretty good big accomplishment. Sure, absolutely, yeah. Norman is a yeah. Definitely say that. Fuck Norman. <laughs> Fucking goddamn it. On, he killed he killed my Minin. I was so pissed. Cause he was so because Plusle and Minin have always been Pokemon I love, but they've been played up to be completely fucking useless. But that mm-hmm. Minin was actually pretty fucking good. Like I don't know if he would have stayed good, but for the stage in the game that I had him, he was a nice bulky electric type that hits decently hard. And I was impressed by that. And I was like, yeah, I'm using this mine and I'm having a good time. And then fucking Norman said, no, fuck you and killed him. It was a, it was a truly sad times. RIP, etc. the mine you will be missed. I should probably, if, I could, if my phone's not dead yet, my phone is in fact not dead yet. Pull up my actual like hall of fame team. The, the six boys who went to the Pokemon League and did not leave the Pokemon League. <laughs> I have my fancy dancy Nuzlocke tracker here. Tell me all the things. Uh, my my final my final boys. I had uh, my Wailord. My my naming theme was Bakugan, by the way. <laughs> I don't remember if I mentioned that in the last episode. I talked about this. I don't I remember having... that. Therefore, I am like now judging what. <laughs> okay. uh, you weren't there. Yeah, That's you weren't there for the last that. episode. That was me and Penguin. So you weren't. Uh, even... yeah. yeah. So my final my final team was my Waylord Macubass, my Golem Juggernoid, my Altaria Fade Ninja, my Torkoal Hades, my Sableye Lumatroid, and my Electrode Aeronaut. They. They took me through HMs. They did not take me through the fucking Pokemon League. <laughs> it didn't happen. It's all a good I, run, though. It was a good run. And you know, I think the whole loss was due to lost save data, okay? Because listen, I fucking... I fought Tate and Liza, right? Mm-hmm. And the run through Tate and Liza was flawless. No deaths. I had a lot of hacks go my way. It was a good fight. None of my friends died. And then... I fucking was like, man, I want to make my Torkoal in the box usable. So I'm going to go use the item finder to try to find heart scales and teach my Torkoal curse. You know, nice, innocent plan. And then while hitting the select button, trying to use the item finder, I accidentally also press the other button that when combined with the select button resets the game. Oh, <laughs> and it took me back to before Tate and Liza. So mm-hmm. I had to fight Tate and Liza again. And this time I had two deaths. And one of those deaths was my Vileplume, who was my best boy by far. And if I had that fucking Vileplume for, the f- for Glacia, that Vileplume was a fucking tank. Like it could eat super effective moves decently well. 
it could have mm-hmm. fucking giga drained to victory against yeah, Lacey definitely. as well, Rain. So I think my whole it all came tumbling down due to you fucking me not listening to Smokey the Bear. Only you can <laughs> prevent only you can prevent lost save data, and I did not. So uh. so that that would that was where it all went wrong. <laughs> but yeah, that was that was Pokemon Emerald. I guess that was the biggest thing that I did. I um oh I guess another fairly big thing is that I started this big event, this big thing that I did. It's the it's inspired by Blastburn Radio podcast, which I, I mentioned before. I've been binging. I love. They're my good good friends. Uh, I know, like Celez and Rohane have been on Pixels before. We're, we're very closely knit with those with those folks. They're mm-hmm. they're inspirations to us, and they inspired me to start this event on a Discord server called the Grand Nuzlocke World Tour, where I have gathered nine people, split them into three separate trios, and we are going through red, blue, and yellow competitive with the Blast Burn Radio rules, and we're going to continue past that to all of the games and get more people involved, and it's going to be a good time. Is this what you were? Uh, we I, I tried to find time for earlier, um, but wasn't able to? Uh, th- it kind of evolved from that. <laughs> Okay. Like, yeah, that we were doing that, and then uh, my other friend kind of lost interest in that. So I was like, "I'm gonna find a bunch of internet randos to do this with." Hey, why and not? Man? <laughs> I started like aggressively advertising it. I put it on the Nuzlocke Reddit. I put it on Discord. I advertised it on Twitter, and I got nine people together, and we're doing the thing. Uh, we we're on the first cycle right now. We just got. Uh, most of us have beaten Brock. There is one person who has not finished their gameplay yet. And that whole trio has not finished PvP. And the cycle ends on Monday. It's it's going to really suck if people do things late on the first fucking cycle of this fucking multi-year project. Yeah. Really, gives, really gives me confidence <laughs> in the ability to make it work. Uh-huh. But, you know, uh, we'll work it out either way. Uh, so, yeah, that's going on. You can uh, you can go and speculate that. Uh, speculate. Spectate <laughs> is the word I meant to say. <laughs> you can go and spectate that. The server is public. I'll link it in this episode if I remember. Um, yeah, that's a good time. Yeah, it and, sounds like uh, a Pokemon thing that's coming up, which, you know... Convenient timing that this episode of my Pokemon podcast is coming out after a month. On fucking Wednesday, starting at 4 p.m. Eastern on twitch.tv slash Riley Streams, I will be doing a Pokemon Fire Red sleep lock. I do not envy you. Um, Yeah. (laughs) That sounds like a great time that I wish you all the luck, but also uh, I would never. I mean, I say this and then... I fully expect to be like three months from now. Okay, guess what, guys? I'm doing a sleep lock. Hey, guess what? It's the Anaru sleep lock. <laughs> Whoa. It's crazy, man. <laughs> uh, but, yeah. but as of right now, I do not envy you. Because uh, uh, a friend of the show, friend of ours, Aliara, he was uh, he was sort of like trying to tease me into doing a sleep lock. And I was like, yeah, hey, I'll do one by the first by the end of the first half of the year. And then he just kind of kept bothering me about it. So I just went on Twitter and said, fuck it. Next week, it's happening, folks. <laughs> it was uh, 
there's a spur of the moment decision and I'm I'm determined to at least try. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's definitely a uh, it's a fun experience to do. Um, see, I'm already backtracking. I'm like, I know I was never, also it's a really yeah. cool time though. Also, it's really cool. Yes, I've made two attempts past of sleep blocks in my career. The first time was Fire Red, which I actually have like a whole emote made for. So it's fun to use that again and be like, remember this, guys? <laughs> uh, and that one actually just kind of got stopped due to real life circumstances that I couldn't control. Mm-hmm. And then I tried a yellow sleep lock a little while later and I made it to about Lieutenant Surge. And I said, oh, I'm tired. Fuck it. Goodbye. <laughs> See, so, I, 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 now this is coming from a person that has not attempted this. So for those of you that have, um, including yourself, um, please take everything I say and immediately throw it back at me, explaining why I'm completely wrong. However, okay. I think that this, for me personally, I feel like the sleep lock, the sleep part is not what would bother me. It's the lock part, I guess. Cause I, I, I feel as though I could stay up all night if necessary to play a Pokemon game. It's just to complete the Pokemon game type of thing. Now, this is coming from a person who has never done it, so I don't know how like physically draining it could be. Um, oh, I, I mean, well, obviously, probably... staying up for fucking 24 hours sucks either way, but um, yeah. the Nuzlocke does make it harder because you have to be able to strategize like more deeply than you usually would have to under fucking no sleep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, it's a, it's, a ba- it's a really draining experience. Like, I remember... Uh, hearing uh, when Blaster and Radio they got to fire red and leave green, they did a sleep block and they did not have a good time. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think I will either, but we'll see. Remind me, uh, I already forgot, was it Emerald that you were playing through or Fire Red? Uh, it was Emerald that I did the Nuzlocke of before, or the sleep block. The sleep block next, the sleep block is Fire expected. Red. Fire Red, okay. Fire Red's a relatively shorter game. Yeah, uh, I, I would I would just do my favorite Pokemon game, but I don't want to fucking die. And my favorite Pokemon game is Crystal, so not doing that. Mm, yeah, no. <laughs> and is the worst part be, is uh, standard rules, or is it going to be? Are you adding anything else? Is it just standard sleep sleep lock? Sorry, uh, standard standard Nuzlocke rules, except you know battle style on set because I'm not a complete bitch. I'm gonna allow potions in battle because. It'll come to a point where that will be needed when sure. I'm working at zero brain capacity. Um, so yeah, just uh, battle style on set. Other than that, normal Nuzlocke rules. Gotcha. And it'll be a good time, hopefully. And po- hopefully people will join me in the stream call. And we'll have a good time. People will keep me awake until it becomes impossible. And then I'll die. <laughs> Happy days. Yeah. (laughs) And the worst part is like depending on like how much grinding I end up needing to do, depending on like deaths on the team, this could very easily bleed into like sometime on Friday. And if that happens, I'm fucked. Because I gotta go to work on Friday. (laughs) So hopefully I'm done by like at the latest late Thursday night so I can get sleep before work or I'll walk into work and be like, I hate all of you. Go away. Leave me alone. <laughs> yeah, that's probably not the best thing. <laughs> I'll I'll be try I'm a fucking telemarketer. 
I'll be on the phone being like, oh, you want to you wanna buy the thing or not? <laughs> yes or no. You haven't told me what it is, but yes or no. Yes or no. I was, <laughs> I'm keeping it vague on purpose. But um... <laughs> It reminds me of the classic, like, uh, you can, uh, I don't even know what it is. You can have whatever this is, or you can have what's in the box. The box, the box. What's in the box? It could Who be knows? anything. It could even be the thing I wanted in the first place. <laughs> it could be just the same thing. This whole thing could be irrelevant. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Um. But yeah, no, it sounds like a fun time. And, uh, hopefully I can stop by for a portion of it. Um, not sure what my schedule looks like, but uh, I would be I would be interested to see you uh, semi-awake. <laughs> see to play see me become insane as I play yeah. Pokemon. <laughs> first-person first study of how to slowly drive yourself mad yeah it'll be a good time and uh other than that i'm trying to think if there's any other significant pokemon stuff that i've done no i'm still i'm still looking at that copy of pokemon y on my fucking dresser longingly waiting for uh the bbr intro episode to go live so i can start <laughs> <laughs> i need to know them rules I need to know the rules yeah. that I probably won't follow entirely because lesson of the day, kids, when I try to play along with BBR and I follow all the rules to the letter, it doesn't really work out for me because I'm not good at games. So, <laughs> I mean, to be fair, it really doesn't work out for them either. None of them That's have, also true. All three of them have not survived a series since fucking Ruby, Sapphire, Emerald. At least That's one of them is wiped in every series past gen 3 <laughs> and they say newer games are easy i mean they only got as far as black and white too well let's see how x and y goes that's true yeah although i remember x and y being pretty dang hard in the early game specifically i feel like that's where the big challenge lies in newer pokemon is early game because I can see that, yeah you don't have as many options. Like, I get to later in the game, and it's like, oh, I have all this cool shit that I can strategize with to make myself not die terribly. But th in the early game, it's like, I got a frog and a bird. Uh, <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta do something with them. Let's, let's figure it out. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'd say that's about it. I've done a couple other things, but I'm not here to fucking talk for an hour about all the stupid little Pokemon things that I've done. Uh, we need to do a podcast, and yes. Pixels Pixels probably is going to start here in less than an hour, so let's get into the fucking topic so we yeah. can talk about uh, it for some significant what, amount of time. I wonder, I wonder what that topic is, question mark. As if what I could don't it know. be? What could it be? Now... It's almost like the title says it. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Nobody read the title. They don't know. They don't know what the episode's going to be. So, um... You, uh... So, listeners, if if this is your primary Pokemon podcast, first of all, sorry. <laughs> Second, <laughs> we may have missed uh, a very important thing that happened. Uh, so, about like a fucking month ago at this point, <laughs> there yeah, was a, there, there's a Pokemon Direct, and we got some cool shit in that Pokemon Direct. Yeah. Two things, two things in particular. We Sinnoh got confirmed. It fucking happened. Well, it's crazy. You know what? I'm just happy. I'm just happy that people are taking the time to relax and not immediately demand Gen Five remakes. 
Like uh, no, I've thing. seen it. I, I've seen the Gen Five remake hype. I'm wait. I'm waiting for I'm, all the Unova confirmed. <laughs> I'm. 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 I haven't seen it only because maybe the people I'm following are relatively sane. Uh, it hasn't blown up yet. Seen, but yeah, it, it hasn't blown up. Let it stay calm. Look, you can you can ask for Gen Five remakes, but please ask for Gen Five remakes following all of this Gen Four stuff coming out. Like at least wait until then. You see, Unova remakes is a hard thing to tackle because there's the there's the strange elephant in the room of Black and White Two. Like, what are you gonna do with that? Yeah, I I well, technically, to be fair, that is your Gen Five remakes is Black and White Two. Well, they're not remakes; they're sequels. Yeah, well, you're you're revisiting of the Unova region. Honestly, I think the best I think the best possible way they could go with it is when they get to Gen Five. Black and White Three. Yes, literally, I was about to say Black and White Three. Like that would probably be the best idea. Ditch the traditional remake format just for Gen Five and do another revisit of Unova with some time passing. Meet some of you, some of the classic characters at a much like older age. And travel through a you know upgraded Unova and have a good time. Yeah, I think it would be interesting to see. Uh, so anyway, enough about hypothetical black and yeah, white three. Yeah. Let's talk about the actual thing. Confirm stuff. So Sinnoh got confirmed not once but twice, folks. Yes. We got the double Sinnoh confirmed. First, we got the classic remakes: Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. That's their names, right? Yep. Because <laughs> I name. keep. I keep calling them fucking Celestial Diamond and Spatial Pearl because that's what the fucking fan base has called them for so long. And I just mm. can't stop. <laughs> so, but anyway, yeah, Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. And uh, we also got conferred a more interesting uh, prequel game in an open world style called Pokemon Legends Arceus. But do no, I'm not gonna make the joke. I'm sorry. I almost did it. Oh boy. Anaru doesn't know what I'm talking about, but some people at home do. Some of them. I'm I'm worried, but I don't uh, know. What it is. Uh this this podcast may or may not have some loose and unfortunate connections with the Pokemon Arceus. But oh, okay. it's neither here That's, or there. Uh I don't think I've I to be honest, I've not caught up in your backlog, so I'm I don't think I've reached that point. Uh, it's a it's not in the show like you're not oh, gonna okay, hear in it case, in then. this show it's it's our past <laughs> but in that um, case, i wish you luck <laughs> yeah but it doesn't matter now we can't we can't link arceus with that other thing arceus sure. is the pokemon god that's what he is he's cool yes um, um but yes so yeah pokemon legends arceus brilliant diamond shining pearl and uh yeah we're a little late on this but you know just, just you know, a little, a little bit of a shameless plug, even though, you know, I'm kind of annoyed that this happened. Not going to lie. But just despite that fact, uh, we actually gave our first thoughts. Well, not Anaru, but I and some other people involved with this show gave our first thoughts on the presents almost directly after it happened on our video game show, Pixels, Polygons and Fun, which, you know. We got a whole separate show for Pokemon. You'd think we'd save it for that, but that's besides the point. Uh, I will go ahead and link that episode in the description so you can hear my original thoughts along with thoughts from Odin and Colo, I think. I don't remember who was on that episode. <laughs> I know Odin was. You get to hear Odin's thoughts, folks, at, at the very least. <laughs> maybe maybe Colo's. 
I feel very <laughs> confident that my my thoughts about the games are going to be dramatically different than those of the majority of the fan base. Okay. Uh. Well, I do. Hints at, uh... So, if you read the title, you would know we're gonna we're gonna focus more on our uh, hopes and speculation for things that'll be in the game, because you know we already did that Pixels episode. But since Anaru mm-hmm. wasn't there for it, I do want to hear Anaru's general thoughts on the, those two things. So, so go uh, ahead and tell us. Sure. Uh, my views haven't really changed. I think since it came out, I've been relatively consistent. I also haven't thought about it as much as uh some people may have because i've I've seen people that liked it or disliked it when it came out sort of switch their minds because they've thought about it over time i haven't had the time to think about it so my opinions are where they are but uh with brilliant diamond and shining pearl i personally love the chibi style which is very not uh not a popular opinion yeah Um, people shit on it i kind of was iffy on it when it started but the thing is it has this weird effect on me where every time i see it i like it just a little bit more yeah i well so the art style itself i find um i don't know what it is about the the gb style that interests me maybe it's sort of like a, a it reminds me of like animal crossing in a way of that sort of style of character um and i like their style of character as well that's very yeah it's, it's um, very aesthetically similar to stuff like animal crossing the Link's awakening remake like cutesy yeah. chibi stuff like that uh, i'm personally a fan of that sort of style i really like really animated things if that makes sense and that sort of feels like what they're doing here um, yeah i'm also interested as well because this is a com- this is made by a company not this isn't game freak making these games so i'm interested to see if they have any twists or potential changes that could come and then based on that if they do that then our remake's going to be more outsourced because that would be a good thing for the new stuff i'm just kind of sad about who they gave it to because i've never heard of the fucking company they gave it to i have that i i i do agree with you on that like who they gave i don't know enough about them yeah i've talked at length about how i want other companies to develop main pokemon games but specifically, the two companies I think would do it the best are one, Genius Sonority, who have already made fucking Coliseum and XD, which are pretty damn close to main Pokemon games. Or, I know Anaru's gonna fucking jump with me on this one, fucking Spike Chunsoft. Yeah. Oh, they, uh, <laughs> yeah. Hey, hello. They, hello? They made the Excuse me? Those were the two oh, main yeah. companies I wanted to see tackle a main game. And instead we got fucking, what are they called? Do you remember what they're called? I don't, but it's like I, ILCA, I think. I I'm keep wanting, Ilka, Ilka, yeah, 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 yeah. I keep wanting to say IREM, but no, that's some, that's a Super Nintendo company from the fucking 90s. <laughs> it's, it's Ilka. I actually don't know enough about them, so I have to look it up like what type of games have they made they like i don't uh, think from what i've heard i might have just read wrong but they haven't fucking made a game like they just helped with a bunch of fucking games is from possibly, what i'm hearing yeah. so um the thing that pops up to me is like they helped uh, with dragon quest yeah. they helped with i guess something pokemon related i'm sure they made pokemon home that's what they did <laughs> no if they Picture this be the the reveal the reveal for uh, what is it Pokemon Sleep? Remember that from way back? Fucking then? Pokemon Sleep! <laughs> Where is it, Game Freak? We have to know what happened. Let's see. They've worked in a variety of things. 
yeah, Dragon Quest, Naruto Shippuden, Ultimate Ninja Storm Four. Um, I remember that's probably the biggest game I that I've been. Anaru, real quick, can you, keep, can you keep talking on your own for like two minutes while I pee? <laughs> sure. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Um, I'll be right back. But uh, yeah. So that's it's it's it'll be interesting to see what they have to do, like how they'll take their approach on the game, uh, because they while they have worked on Pokemon Home. Uh, the types of games that they've worked on in the past have been more, I guess, serious is probably the best way to describe it. So it'll be interesting to see how they uh, take Brilliant and Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. I'm assuming based on how the Pokemon company operates that their style is going to be probably extremely closely related to the main games, like closely related to Diamond and Pearl in particular, just because uh, from experiences, Pokemon, I don't see them as the type of uh, company to really make dramatic changes between remakes in the past. And so uh, the expectation probably is that they might add like a, uh, I think what's popular is like a, maybe either a Giratina or Arceus DL, not maybe not DLC, but like special episode thing like they did with, um, with Rayquaza and Omega and Alpha, uh, Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. So it'll be interesting to see how they approach those games. Cause it'll be, it'd be cool to see. Um, this is also the first game that has come out or that will be coming out since I got my Switch, so it'll be the first Pokemon game that I probably buy knowing that I own a Switch, which is always very nice. Um, Diamond and Pearl were also the games that, the first main series games that I got. So my first main series game was Diamond, which makes it, uh, you know, it's, it's exciting to see, but it also makes me feel kind of old in a way, I think. I'm not sure if anyone in, at home is feeling that same way. Just that, that sort of idea that I am old enough that they have gone back and remade the first game that I played makes me very old it's it's kind of wild to think about but uh what's the first game you played oh sorry yeah uh the first game the first main game that i played was diamond uh cause oh. my first game was blue rescue team but first main game was diamond so hey my uh, first main game was pearl hey hey so uh it's it's getting that feeling of like oh my gosh i'm old enough that they've remade my game like fuck kinda man wild. fuck uh I'm Kinda so old. I'm gross and old. But um, I'm interested to see what they're going to do. I'm hopeful, but I'm relatively optimistic when it comes to things out of my control. So uh, I wish them luck. I don't expect too many changes. I think Pokemon's probably going to have a, uh, I don't know, like an overlooking image on how they, excuse me, how they, uh, how the how the story goes now that things how everything's operated i don't think that there's going to be a dramatic shift in story the most likely thing is that they'll have like a dlc type episode at the end um like so, that thing. yeah like the delta episode and i really hope it's seeming like they're going more in the direction of making a very fateful remake like more in the direction of fire red and leaf green if i were to compare mm -hmm. it to the remake that already existed I hope that the more we see, it starts to be more similar to Oraz because Oraz presented the Hoenn games in a way where structurally, like at the at the skeletal structure, they were, you know, similar, the same. Yeah. But they added enough new things to, like, make it cool. Entice the new... Because the biggest issue that they'll have is, well, what are, how, who, how will the people that already own Diamond and Pearl want to buy this? In order to do that, you have to have that new stuff. So, like, uh, Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire had the all the wormhole stuff that was, like, late-game legendary catching stuff. They had the the Rayquaza quest. They 
changed the story up in a way. Um, they like, changed really the designs of the main characters in really yeah. major ways. Archie uh-huh. looked like a fucking dork before Oraz, and Oraz made him look <laughs> fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's just like things like that, that fundamentally this is still the same game, which is what I think people want in... I don't know what people want in remakes. That what they tell me they people me, from what I people want Heart Gold Soul Silver. It's what they want in remakes. That but Sinnoh. Yeah. So um, I what one thing that's that I can't believe I have missed, but I have is contests. I really playing Fuck. through Emerald again yes. and uh, <laughs> Platinum in particular. Contests are such a big deal, and uh. Bringing back Diamond and Pearl means they have to bring back contests, or they're taking out a very crucial part of the game. So I'm pretty sure they're going to bring it back. Um, so it'll be exciting to see that and see how, because uh, I can see contests being like a bigger spectacle in these games because the Switch has a higher power oh, yeah. and there's more focus on that. So Definitely. that's one thing that I'm looking forward to look into, which, you know, contests, I always found contests really cool, but something like off to the side that I didn't have to bother with until late game. Like at post game, sorry, um, but contests have the potential to be like, all right, if I walk in here, I might be stuck in here for like three hours because I'm so excited about how like moves are doing actions and it's all really cool and exciting and stuff like that. So um, it'll be interesting to see as well. Yeah. So yeah, with uh, with Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. So I have a weird take on remakes, right? Because the the general fan base, I'd say like a good sixty percent of the fan base feels mm-hmm. this way about remakes. They think Fire Red and Leaf Green is a better take on Red, Blue, and Yellow. They fucking adore Heart Gold and Soul Silver to the point where they just forget Gold, Silver, and Crystal exist. Right. And they think, oh, Raz are lame. And they still prefer Ruby, Sapphire, and Emerald. I'm pretty yeah, much I think that's... the opposite of that. Oh, I, really? okay. Yes, I think that red, blue, and yellow, and gold, silver, and crystal have a whole bundle of charm that just completely was not replicated in those remakes. I like Fire Red and Leaf Green. I like Heart Gold and Soul Silver. I prefer the originals in those aspects. And Oraz is the only exception to that for me because I really didn't like Ruby, Sapphire, and Emerald. And I think Oraz took that game I didn't like and added enough cool shit to it to make me like it. Dang, first so, of all, I feel stabbed that you said he didn't like Emerald. I mean, I'll, I'll I know ev- everybody <laughs> says that. It's like, it's Pokemon, so I don't dislike it because I don't think I've ever yeah, disliked yeah, a Pokemon game. Right. But I just, I'm just not a fan. I, I don't know how I, I, I just. It's like a, it's like a, it's like a C plus or a B minus on a scale of a bunch of A's, basically. Yeah, like, pretty much. Yeah. They're, they're not my least favorite anymore, but they're, they're second least. <laughs> sure. Um, I can, yeah, I can see that. I, I think my biggest thing is that I played so much Emerald that at this mm-hmm. point, the fact that I know so much about Emerald makes it uh, nostalgic for me. Um, so I, I definitely understand that. So I think it's also as well, um, just like who grew up with it. So most Pokemon fans that have gone with the entire um, lifespan uh, would really get into it from what? End of Crystal, Fire Red, Ruby Sapphire, those days and then grow out of it in a way at black and white, which is why black and white was hated so much. And then yeah, now black and white, ah, oh, man, it's so lame. How many people don't like black and white we have? I, I, see it, I see it turning around now. I think people are starting to just appreciate the fact that black and white was a cool 
diversion, like the something completely different. Um, we in fact I, have uh, black and white haters in our own midst. Uh, Penguin and Colo, they are wrong about black and white. They say it's bad. It's not. You guys suck. Come and fight me. But you whatever won't. opinion you have but about you black and white, I think. I think Black and White Two though um, is a game that I think is unanimously loved. Or oh yeah, 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 definitely. very much. It's in that hard gold soul silver range of like everybody really likes it because it took Black and White, built on it, brought back the nostalgia for the nostalgia people in the World Tournament concept, uh, brought the Pokemon that weren't in the game back in a way. Um, just combining all of these different aspects of Pokemon games to make a game that everybody really likes because it has. That's the thing that I hope is done as well, is that uh, the, I noticed that a lot of the Pokemon games that people really don't like are also games that sort of die out after the game is over. So uh, I, I feel like Fire Red and Leaf Green are good games that kind of die out in the post-game. I don't, I, there's not a lot of post-game in those, but games like Emerald has like the entire Battle Frontier, which is why it's so loved. Diamond Pearl Platinum has... Like the islands, and then a bunch of legendary. And also the Battle Frontier. <laughs> and the Battle Frontier, yeah. Um, and then what else is there? Uh, Our Omega Golden Tull Silver Omega. had also the Battle Frontier. <laughs> you know what? That's that's it. They just bring back the Battle Frontier. That's, <laughs> that's how you make a good Pokemon game that people will like. Is you put a Battle Frontier in it. That's all you Basically. have to do. <laughs> um, the one, but, the but, one but, secret okay, so. Game Freak refuses to accept. <laughs> Um, but so okay, so Omega Ruby, Omega Ruby, and Alpha Sapphire. I'm pretty sure that did not have a Battle Frontier, but it did have all of the like legendary catching opportunities and um, the the entire post game story about uh, the I don't even remember the Rayquaza part, the Deoxys Rayquaza uh, War of the Ages or whatever you want to call it, uh, th like that sort of stuff. There's enough stuff in the post game to make it interesting, which is why so many other Pokemon games are so loved. Like, there's a cult following for Blue Rescue Team and Red Rescue Team because the post-game is almost... Blue Rescue Team, Red Rescue Team explores the sky and that stuff because the post-game is as long, if not longer, than the main storyline. And I feel like uh, that if these games have something like that, which is already in place because Diamond Pearl have that, if they just build on that, revitalize it, then uh, I can see this being a success. Also, I'm kind of just spitballing random things, so... Yeah, Anarook. So, quick question for you. The one thing, this is a tangent. We'll we'll get off of it quick, but I do want to ask you. I heard about this. It might be you that even told me. I don't remember. But the uh, hold on. I had to burp. Uh anyway. <laughs> <laughs> the uh the post game of Mystery Dungeon kind of the concept of it kind of pisses me off because someone who might have been you told me that I knew that you can evolve in the post game, but you can't evolve until after the fucking post game, which is like, then why is it in? Then why can you evolve if you can't evolve before you do anything? It depends on the game. So I believe the second ones, Time, Darkness, and Sky, you cannot evolve in the post game. You'd have to evolve. I know, in the I know you can. But yeah, it's the post post game. Yeah. Yeah. Um,. I think the reason for that is that uh, those games almost have two different stories. Yeah. Like, so, so uh, by the way, um, I, I'll say this for you as well, but this is spoilers for Time, Darkness, and Sky. If for some reason you haven't uh, watched a playthrough or played through those games. But, I've only um, made it as far as the Primal Diaga fight, but I really don't care about spoilers. <laughs> sure. Well, th th that's basically the end of it. So 
it's almost like they have two stories, one focused on time, which is the Dialga part, and then, sorry, one focused on time, which is Dialga part, and the post-game is focused on space, which is the Palkia part. So the big Ooh. thing is that Palkia, the space is getting distorted afterwards, um, and you basically go and figure out how to solve that uh, through a combination of items, a combination of events, you find out that, oh, it's not Palkia that's really doing it. It's Darkrai that's uh, causing all of these problems. Darkrai is the reason why Temporal Tower became corrupt. Darkrai is the reason why Palkia has become corrupt. Darkrai is the reason why you turned into a human and were sent into the future because and lost your memory and all that stuff. So Darkrai is like the linchpin for all of these events throughout the entire game happening. And Oh, uh, shit. So the final, final battle, your... Uh, like your red in crystal, uh, your final battle is going up against Darkrai. And then once you beat that, then the game is really done. And then uh, you've solved all the problems and everything after that becomes standard exploration. And then I can become a big monkey and never do yeah, anything and then you can with become, it. <laughs> you can become a big monkey and stuff like that. Um, but the idea is like, oh, Darkrai is still preventing you from evolution because you've got this uh, weird facial void type thing going around with you and then uh Cresselia who ends up being a good guy um ends up Cresselia is a good guy and then uh she explains to you like oh your space thing isn't that big of a deal you can evolve now yay whoop do you do that day applause and started here because Darkrai's gone yay <laughs> yeah. but um, um I really wish like just hearing about that it makes me kind of want like if they ever did like a remake of Explorers of Sky and Time and whatever or if they did like a mm-hmm. Like God, God willing, the the biggest of wishes, a sequel to that game. It'd be hard like, to do a sequel on that specific game, uh, probably. But only because they they really went out and tied all the loose ends together in that. Post-game. Well, yeah, but like just a, a a sequel in the way that it's like, oh, the guild is here. You get to join the guild and have a good time. Uh oh, but fucking uh, fucking Eveltal is causing some shenanigans. You better. They'd have to. They'd have to do something with um in in that world since it's like Sinnoh Prior it's like Sinnoh and Prior sorry uh, yeah it'd have to find a way of getting a bad guy that isn't basically every single legendary because they pretty much use them up uh, or they make a game following Pokemon Super Mystery Dungeon which I fully support um, <laughs> and, <laughs> and then uh, build off of that be like oh uh, some Gen 7 or Gen 8 Pokemon is screwing everything up oh no we need we need to solve it let's call on the powers of human boy and partner oh character no eternatus is doing bad things yeah, basically. um also how do we get here from pokemon <laughs> brilliant i don't Gen fucking 4. know <laughs> so they're all gen 4 guys that's that's our the point that i was making was that i really hope brilliant diamond and shining pearl take a page from the oraz book where they change just enough to make it like interesting like yeah the, the difference is that i already like gen 4 so like it's not gonna be as hard to it's not gonna be as really. bad to yeah if oraz was just fucking ruby sapphire and emeralds but slap some 3d models on there i would fucking hate it <laughs> yeah i could see that uh but yeah no i i, I think it's uh Although you know, it's depending on if you, if you if you at the at the at the fan base, if it was just Emerald with three D models, they they'd be eating that shit up, because <laughs> Emerald has the. I refuse to comment guys. on the grounds. Of <laughs> you probably agree. <laughs> Emerald has the battle frontier, guys. Look yep, at it. That's how you do it. That's yeah. how you solve it, man. But um, so. 
yeah, basically, I just hope Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl change enough. And also, like, you know, 100%, the fucking Pokedex, dude. Please, please, Game Freak, Ilka, fucking please. Use the Platinum okay, Pokedex, so, please. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was wondering where you were going with that. But yes, use use the Platinum Pokedex. Keep it the Platinum Pokedex. If you want to throw in Gen 5, 6, 7 or whatever, do that post-game. I would. I, I think that's not. That's not. If me. they threw in new Pokemon, it'd be weird. But I wouldn't give a shit. I'm just talking about how the Diamond and Pearl Pokedex is horrible, and they need. Oh, to keep that. Platinum oh, one. you mean the, <laughs> you mean the fact that there are yeah. so many fire types that. Uh, yes. It so so many, many fire types. It's so many. <laughs> All of them. There's too many, in my opinion. There's too many fire types, in my opinion. Top just ten. Fi- top five fire types in Diamond and Pearl. Number, number one. Five, <laughs> number five through. <laughs> Two basically. No, it's just all the. No, I've seen a video. It's like thirty seconds long, and it's like top five fire types in Dokkan Diamond and Pearl, and it's just you know the evolution, each individual each evolutionary line member of Ponyta and Chimchar. <laughs> uh, but yeah, no, Platinum would definitely be a better Pokedex to go with. Um, yeah, I'm like I could see this is kind of building back on what we were saying previously, but I could see a special event for Giratina. Oh yeah, definitely. They could could do that. Uh, I don't know if Arceus would have an event just because Arceus has its own game afterwards. So I could see that. True. So, um, Um, but but again, the the Azura flute thing, they could have that or bring back. Oh, if they if they could do this, I would love it if they could bring back the type of events they had back when Gen Four was a thing, where you would actually go and explore. Like uh, the Darkrai event is when you go on the boat and like go into the island and catch the Darkrai or. Uh, Shaman is behind the little rock and Victory Road or whatever. Um, yeah, I was actually going to say that, that um, some people, some eagle-eyed individuals in the fan base actually noticed within the trailer when they do like a panning shot of, I believe, Florarama Town, uh, there's a certain NPC that is there who is a, a, an NPC from Platinum who is part of the Shaman event. Yes, okay. That's so, cool. yeah. That, that's cool. So yeah, please do actual events because the one thing that bothers me about new games is that oh here's an event go into pokemon center here is a pokemon wow look i'm holding a here's uh, a fucking hoopa guys here you go yeah, uh, see uh, i got a pokeball here uh it looks like there's what's this called a uh a ho yeah um looks like a shiny ho it's for a interplayer character here yeah here you go like, yeah that, that guy that, uh, here you I'm go not a fan of, i'm not a fan of that because it's not fun they're really even like Giving out shiny legendaries and shit that are old, like, whatever, that's cool. But the fact that the mythicals, like, the current fucking mythicals, they just give to you? No, you gotta put in, like, a cool little fucking island or cave you go to, and they're like, hi, I'm fucking Zariora, and you're like, I'm gonna throw Ultra Balls at you for 20 hours. That's what you need. It doesn't have to be anything, it doesn't have to be anything complex, like, you don't have to go and, uh, for example, like, Shaman's a perfect example, you don't have to go and, like, battle Team Galactic for multiple steps and then find out the that there's a leader that came back or something you know you don't need anything complicated cyrus came back fucking cyrus showed up and, uh yeah you don't need anything like that just your standard like oh there's a there's a rock here that you can't seem to move for whatever reason oh it's a special thing that only uh those chosen by the shaman can walk past and then go through and catch a shaman call it a day you know things like that get a shaman catch it go throw balls at it have a good yeah. time Get Shaman, catch Stonks. There you go, big math. <laughs> stonks, Shaman Stonks, yes. Yeah. Indeed. 
But, I'm, um, I'm excited. I think there's a lot here on the plate that they can work with, and um, it's all, I'm personally I'm a fan of the dumb things. Like in the sense of like one thing that I really want to see is, and there are people that probably won't even remember this, but the dude that was uh, that it, when you catch the unknowns, he makes that cave larger. You remember that one one guy? Well, uh, I don't in, remember that. No. Uh, I'm watching a friend of mine play through uh, Platinum for the first time, actually, and uh, she's just she was just at the part the last time I saw the playthrough where um, there's a character on uh, under heart. Um, I think, or maybe under Veilstone. I forget. Anyway, there's a there's a guy who's digging a cave, and uh, long story short, the more unknown that you catch, uh, he'll dig the cave across, basically across Sinnoh to that area where the unknown were, the Solisian ruins or whatever. Um, and it's mm-hmm. supposed to unlock. It's like a special item that's at the top that you can only access when you catch all the unknown. I don't know. Regardless of that, very dumb. But I want to see that in this game just to be like hey there's a dumb thing that i remember the other game having and this game has it as well and it's very very pointless but also i want to do that like you know weird things like that so un- so question i don't know if you know the answer to it but this kind of question to put into the air even if i don't get a definitive mm-hmm. answer is unknown in sorted shields <laughs> i can look that up um okay not 100 percent sure so um yeah i was about to say my joke was going to be, you know, my hope in any Pokemon game is they just remove Unknown entirely, but I think they might have already done that. <laughs> I think they did that already in Sword and Shield. If Unknown yeah, is in uh, Sword and Shield, I'll be pissed. It is not. Uh, it's okay. The last time you could catch Unknown was uh, Gen 6 with Omega Ruby and Alpha, Alpha Sapphire. Um, yeah, but like, you know, you can get them in Ultra the last... Ultra Moon in, in, in the trade uh, if you do Pokemon Bank. You have to bank it. Yeah, yeah, you have to bank it. Um, That's all people want, Anaru. We don't have to be able to catch all 900 Pokemon. We just want to be able to transfer them from our Poke Banks. Eh. <laughs> <laughs> eh. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, uh, but yeah, so Diamond and Pearl, there's a long story at TLDR. Uh, there's a lot to work with. Hopefully they work with it at the end. So, Anaru, you probably already answered this. I'm going to answer it, and if you have like some like big answer you come up with, is sure. uh, the pr- the question I was gonna pose that you kind of naturally went into is like, what is the wo- what is like your big like balls to the wall like probably not gonna happen hope for brilliant diamond and shining pearl like one thing you really fucking want that you're probably not gonna get. <laughs> Ooh, that I won't get. I'm trying to think. What is one thing? And this is hard because I have rose tinted glasses when it comes to diamond pearl and platinum in particular you see you see the um, obvious answer here that i don't think either of us are gonna give a uh, battle frontier obvious, no. yeah that one that, that's what i was about to say that's the obvious one um i'm trying to think i honestly because I, I i i didn't play through omega ruby and alpha sapphire so i don't know how much post game outside the zinnia turquoise thing they did uh was there anything battle else? Battle Tower, about? and that's it. You got a fucking tower, Battle okay. Tower. Or the Battle Chateau. Um, whatever the fuck it was called. The Battle Something. Yeah. Um, it wasn't the Frontier, which is why people didn't like it. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, uh, the event thing was what I was going to... My default answer, but it seems like there's already hints that that could be the case. Uh, mm-hmm. That's probably, if that doesn't happen, that's like the one thing that I really want is events that are actual events. Yeah, you know, to be fair, Game Freak could just be fucking oh, teasing oh, our oh, balls. Oh, 
Oh, I, I, I remember this, and people are going to hate it because they, I don't know if there's a split opinions about this, but uh, some people don't like this character. But I want Looker to show up. I absolutely love Looker. Fuck yes! Please! Aww. I love Looker, and uh, he wasn't... I don't know if he's in Sword and Shield. He's my but boy. He, he, he was in... Um, they uh, kept him around for a long Pokemon? fucking time. Like, he was in the post-game of, like, every fucking game after it's such a wonderful, Time Real Platinum. Yeah. Was he, in yeah, any, I, was he in either of the black and whites? I know he was in X and Y, and I know he was in. Some yeah, of the he movies. was. Um, there was a huge, well, not a huge, but there was like a significant post game thing with uh, him and uh, one of the two. Where one of black and white, one of the black and whites. <laughs> yeah, one of those two things where. Um, oh, and I, and again, I haven't played through them, so I don't know this for sure. That's a lot of Pokemon games that I haven't played through that I just know about. But um, he is a mission where. Uh, basically, you're you're rounding up the rest of the galactic, uh, not the galactic. The oh plasma yeah, that is Looker, dude. Who has you ground up the seven sages? Yeah, that's it. Uh, Looker does that, so he's got that in black and the Unova. Kalos. Yeah, they had to put Looker in this game, right? He was in like every fucking game except for Sword and Shield, I think. Of course. Um, he he started. That, in black that was the real fight. tragedy of Sword and Shield. Everybody was sad about the Pokemon they removed. The true tragedy was Looker. <laughs> that, to be honest, to be honest, uh, now I haven't played through the game at all. Like I don't even know plot. So um, maybe I'll get the game eventually. So uh, I don't know how he would have fit in if he would have fit in at all. But the fact that Looker is not in it is the reason why I don't like it. Like Pokedex be gone. I don't care. Like Looker. They could have made. I, I'd say so. Story spoilers for Ford and Shield. Do you do you really care? Like uh, not as not really. Okay, so. No, it's more the, the exploration part that uh Story Spoil is a Sword and Shield. The post game, uh, after you beat the champion, you don't actually get your your dog, your sword dog, shield dog until the post game. Mm -hmm. And in that post game story, there's like some Dynamax Pokemon that are like on the loose, and you gotta okay. go fucking fight them and stop them. Oh, that's that's and basically the uh um the Ultra Sun Ultra Moon type of concept. You could have thrown Looker and Annabelle. Yeah, just right. throw Looker and Annabelle in and be like, go get the Dynamax Pokemon. Like, that's all you gotta do. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it, but instead it was fucking, like, Leon and fucking Piers or whatever. Fuck Leon. I hate Leon. <laughs> yeah, I don't know enough about him. The, the only reason I hate Leon, like, he's an alright character. I enjoy him at the end of the day. But I have a hatred for him because, you know, Sword and Shield are very lacking in terms of the hero's tale like mm -hmm. you go you go collect eight badges you fight a pokemon league but you're not really like you know the hero of the region like you are in every other game because okay. every time some bad shit goes down leon's like don't fucking worry about it i'll go do it you get a gym badge wow. <laughs> so <laughs> like okay so so on the one hand that makes much more sense than uh cynthia being like hey you want to go take on cyrus and giratina uh, i'll sit back here so on the one hand like logic wise it makes sense but also, like, uh, but also, on, I want to be the guy who does come the on. cool things. <laughs> come on, man, cool things, man. Like, come on. So yeah, basically, I'd say my biggest hope for Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl that I'm probably not gonna get is okay. Here comes the entire fucking like good pro game freak fan base, which I'm not. I'm not anti game freak. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying a lot of people come oh, yeah, to their uh, defense really hard that I don't agree with. I really hope because, you know, something that's been pointing out that was evidence for Diamond and Pearl remakes before they were confirmed, 
is a good chunk of the missing Pokemon in the Sword and Shield Pokedex as of right now are Sinnoh native. Mm-hmm. So what I'm really hoping it is that we probably won't get because it's seeming like it's going to be its own separate thing. We might not even get these Pokemon in Sword and Shield, to be honest, like the Pokemon that are in this game. But I really hope we do get those Pokemon in Sword and Shield. And also the post game just gives us the other fucking 40 odd Pokemon that are missing and Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl completes the Pokedex. That's what I'm hoping. Sure, I can I could see that happening. Um, yeah, no, I, I could see that happening. I feel like I feel like Pokemon at this point, just because of the sheer number of Pokemon, instead of having every game be basically possible to catch them all, it's more like at the end of a generation. Can you catch all the Pokemon? Which I, I just think, think so like is pretty. I don't. Nice. Yeah, it, I guess I understand that. But for me, like, not to get into the fucking Nat Dex conversation because we've gotten into it a million fucking times. I I'm guess curious. I've never gotten into it with you, which could be an interesting thing to do in the future. But <laughs> just uh... spoilers. Uh, I don't care nearly as much as everybody as else anyone does. else does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, I. I understand them not being catchable. Like there were a lot of Pokemon that weren't catchable in Gen 7, but they at least fucking could be programmed their models into the game and they could be transferred into the game. And it doesn't seem like it would be that hard because they reuse all the fucking models. <laughs> they claim that they don't, but they do. <laughs> it doesn't seem like it would be that hard to just fucking, oh, press a button. Here's fucking Nidoran. Keep going. <laughs> Yeah, I I could I could see I see that argument. Um, I think I kind of step away from it just because it's very contentious, and I'm like I I yeah, it is eh. it it has become a fucking dogfight. But like, I've always very much been on the side of like you know the people who are like rabid about it. Like, just calm down. Like you can, like I I was never against them like being loud about their concerns. But the people who are like directly attacking like individuals at Game Freak and sending yeah, death that, threats at that point, that's, you're like, really? that's scummy. Like just spreading a hashtag is not scummy. Yelling at particular individuals and saying that they're you're going to kill them that is scummy. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah. So anyway, uh, we gotta we're like eight minutes off from when I wanted to end this and we haven't even talked about legends yet. So there's not a lot uh, of information regard be- beyond the standard stuff. Like we can, we can explore diamond and pearl because there's uh, it's a shorter time frame until the game comes out with legends. It's like a year. And before. also we know we've played Pokemon diamond and pearl before. Yeah, we also know a little bit about it. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, and also to be fair, I haven't heard anything from Gingy, so I doubt Pixels is even happening tonight. So we got time. We got time. Okay. <laughs> so, um, anyway, so Legends uh, was yes. the other thing we got. It's fucking prequel set in ancient Sinnoh. You run around. You throw fucking weird zipper Pokeballs. Old fashioned. Like, yeah, old fashioned Pokeballs. It looks like a zipper. It's like a buckle or something. Yeah, but it. I just imagine the visual of my head is someone fucking unzipping a Pokeball. (laughs) (laughs) But uh, yeah, it's really cool. The graphics look really awesome. It's fucking, it's literally the meme, guys. They literally made Pokemon Breath of the Wild. They did it. (laughs) Basically. And uh, people seem excited about it. I, I, so 
what I enjoy about the Pokemon games that I've played, which is probably why I like the spinoff games more than the main series, is the lore and like the story building aspect of it. So the main series games are very much the here's here is insert player character here. Go on adventure. And you kind of the lore kind of fills in along the way. But the spinoff games that kind of build the story based on the lore, which is why I like those more because I like story based games more. But um, so this game is really appealing to me because this really looks like it's sort of building the framework for Sinnoh, which is always this really cool and almost distant region because of this sort of uh, like the time and space and that sort of aspect of this is probably the closest generation that's actually gotten close to this concept of the creation and God because Arceus is there. And it's going to be interesting to look at. Like, I, I remember this because I saw this on the, the playthrough as well. Hardome uh, City has a literal church in it. Like, there's a literal church in the place. <laughs> so, I'm, so I'm interested to see, like, the connections that they build in and be like, uh, I guess, uh, all praise Lord Arceus and everything like that. Uh, it's inter- but, uh, it's interesting seeing them. I'm curious about it. Yeah, 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 definitely. And just Legends, and it looks so interesting. It's scary, right? Because... We have to assume that the build we saw is an early alpha build, because if it's not, <laughs> then it's, we're in uh, for very a trip. bright. Yeah, <laughs> it's very bright. Uh, there's a lot of weird shit. A lot of the Pokemon are very like dead faced and expressionless in the trailer that we saw, mm-hmm. and also three FPS tingling. <laughs> there, I don't Wait, know if you heard about. Yeah, of course. I don't know if you heard about that chingling, that fucking, like, PNG chingling (laughs) in the trailer. (laughs) Uh, I feel like I now this might be be, this might be me putting faith in a place where it may not necessarily be warranted. But I feel like most of the game freak. (laughs) Um, But I, I feel like most of the graphical things are things that they'll be able to fix over time, like like look. And stuff because I've I've yeah, never found of a Pokemon game to look bad, if you know what I mean. Like there are there are ways that it can. Let me put a like Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon looked, looked good, but even if the like expressions and things like that were kind of wonky, if your main character being like, "Wow, Stairface, here is God trying to fight off." Yeah, like, an army. your main character did not make any expressions in Sun and Moon <laughs> at yeah. all. Ever. But also, that's that's such a. I don't know, it's such a minute detail. Well, it is weird, though, because they did in X and Y and Oraz, so, like, they already made 3D games where your main character made faces sometimes, and then in Sun and Moon, they were like, eh, we don't need it. Face is a face, whatever. Maybe your main character was just that ballsy. Like, I don't care. He's like, I don't give a fuck. Look at fucking Ultra Necrozma. Who cares? Who cares? I got Bird Boy over here. We're gonna take him that one by one. But okay. Anyway, so getting back to this, I think graphical issues are going to be okay. Uh, I'm interested to see the story and how that plays out, um, because while this is, uh, I think it's considered a core series game. I'm calling yeah, it a spinoff. A I don't think it's, I'm calling it a spinoff because I want to take credit for this as uh, president of the unofficial spinoff fan base. Um, <laughs> I'm taking this. So that actually. Uh, calling it a spinoff kind of spins right naturally into like my big balls to the wall hope. So, Ilka is making Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl. It's very much a departure from what you'd call a main series Pokemon game in terms of design and aesthetic. And it also seems weird to me that the concept of VGC being in a game that Game Freak didn't make 
So I really hope that Legends is sort of like a Coliseum and XD case where it's narrative and it's story mode are very separate. It, it's there. You play the story mode. You have a good time. And then there's also just fucking battle mode. And that's how they do VGC. <laughs> that's that's my hope. That's that is a very <laughs> ballsy concept. Uh, like, yeah. Uh, out there. Um, it'd be interesting to see. This would be a weird place to put it only because it's been hyped up as this here is the prequel. Here is how Pokemon was created. It all started years ago and that sort of concept. So to throw in the, oh, but here is your international battle type concept in there as well would be intriguing. It'd be, I don't know how... it'd be, it wouldn't fit narratively, but it also didn't really fit narratively into Coliseum and XD either. It's just kind of, you know, here's a campaign where you do cool shit and then here's competitive Pokemon. Like, I don't think it would people whenever I say it to everybody, they're like, no, it's like it doesn't fit with the narrative. And it's, I'm like, it doesn't have to. It's, that's true. It doesn't have to. It's just a thing uh, that's in there also. This would be an interesting place to put it. I feel like that would. Uh, the, the one thing is, though, that if if this is where you want to do your competitive stuff, then you would want to have enough Pokemon that competitives would make sense. Which would make this have to be like at least even though people don't like the you know the whole Nat deck situation, it has to be at least as big as the Sword and Shield Pokedex. Yeah, I'd assume you'd just be able, if it is the game with VGC, you'd just be able to transfer in your Pokemon from Sword and Shield along with the Pokemon that you can obtain in Legends itself. Yeah. Or maybe they even, to... because usually the initial VGC for, a, for like a generation, well, this isn't the initial VGC for a generation, but even so, like... When it's the first VGC, they usually go by regional decks. And I think it'd be interesting, even though this is not the first GNC, the fucking VGC of this generation, just because of the interesting concept of Legends, they do that and they make it a regional Pokedex thing for VGC 21 or 22. I think 21 is in Shield, Sword and Shield. But we'll see. It'd be cool to look at, I think... Uh... Yeah, most of most of my things have been are very much story related. Like I'm curious to see how the lore is built and Oh yeah, I have story I have story like I'm interested in the story, of course. It's just that one yeah. little like what are they gonna do with VGC? Because this is very much a weird set of games. Right. I right. really I really hope that they keep it in the game that Game Freak made, just because like I don't know how good Ilka is gonna be at programming their fucking game structure to work with such a big thing as VGC. Sure, sure. <laughs> Um, yeah, there's not there's not a lot of information. Oh, we could talk about the starters, I guess. Uh, the starters was an interesting. Oh, yeah, story. I was going to mention it was very interesting. They chose to choose two very big fans, fan favorite starters and also Oshawott. <laughs> hey, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> my boy Oshawott. Uh, no, uh, I, I, I do think it's an interesting choice. Um, that like the explanations that I saw afterwards, or at least the fan made explanations are solid ones as well of like. Here is your archer. Here is your swordsman. Here is your volcano. Your three aspects of the <laughs> army. The three pillars of fucking ancient combat. Yeah, your Sword. close combat, your long range, and volcano. Fucking volcano. <laughs> uh. <laughs> you know, sword, bow and arrow, flamethrower. <laughs> yes, and it's all three pieces. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think the choices are cool in that because 
because Diamond and Pearl already have your Chimchar, Piplup, Turtwig combination, it's cool that this game takes that and throws it off and be like, oh, we've they've brought in Pokemon from other regions. Although, it, in my head, from like a <laughs> lore perspective, it's like, okay, if this is if this is alternate universe and they somehow explain that, then that makes sense. But if this is supposed to be the same use universe as either of the Diamond and Pearls or Platinums or whatever, how do you explain the Oshawa, uh, Rowlet and um, and Cyndaquil? Maybe the Cyndaquil, but Oshawa and Rowlet in particular showing up in this game and then just what disappearing before Diamond and Pearls events happen? It'll be interesting. Well, no, to see. I think the um, I think the explanation. I think it is literally a canonical explanation that the professor is like a world traveler. Yeah, yeah. And no, like well, my, my idea is like okay. Yeah. So what if you what if you live there and then just retire there? Now you've got at least one uh one of these weird starters and what they just don't breed. That's it. The last I mean the, the, beginning, yeah. of the, the beginning and the end of the race begins here. Exactly. Like fuck. Okay. <laughs> you don't want to you don't want to, you know, start invasive Plot species. Twist. Yeah, Plot like twist. <laughs> Diamond brilliant brilliant diamond and uh shining pearl have this one random trainer with a decidui that's really really old. <laughs> yeah just a really fucking old man just like rrr, rrr, hey, back pokemon. in my day back in my day we got pokeball with zippers and <laughs> that's literally what i was about to say that exact thing <laughs> we used our belt buckles to catch pokemon <laughs> uh, oh god but <laughs> yeah in terms of story like i'm just really interested to see where it goes so um yeah uh, not to just fucking parrot shit from other podcasts, but one of the most interesting takes I've heard of like where the story could go comes from uh, Blaster and Radio because they mm-hmm. covered this in one of their new episodes. And uh, Jolly in particular pointed out, well, the whole fan base has been pointing it out, but Jolly also pointed out that um, there's a logo on the main character's outfits that looks suspiciously like the Team Galactic logo. And... Uh, Jolly theorized that maybe, uh, since you know Cyrus just kind of disappears into a portal at the end of Diamond and Pearl, and you never see what uh, happens to him, that maybe Cyrus is there in part of the story. That would be interesting. So instead of it, it's almost like instead of Arceus Legends of Arceus or Legends, instead of Legends being a prequel, it's almost like a sequel to. It's Brilliant a prequel Diamond and, and also a sequel. Yes, that's yeah. yeah. That that would be interesting if they were able to do that. I would really that would my my inner uh, story building self is like yes, that's such a cool concept. Of, like this is the beginning and the end of the story, and you don't know how to move forward or backwards without continuing that same cycle. Very cool. Yeah, uh, and maybe. also because the Team Galactic logo is on like the main characters, uh, person and outfit. Like maybe Cyrus isn't the bad guy of this story. Maybe he's like a positive force in this story somehow going through the going back in time and disappearing into the abyss has uh made him made him turn over a new leaf (laughs) i have emotions now hello cyrus was one of my favorite characters uh growing up in the pokemon game uh even though his like world view was very different i just found like the voice so his I, world I really like their... was fuck this. I'm making a new one. That was his worldview. <laughs> yeah. Um. But so I really enjoy characters with unique voices. I remember. I think the Pokemon anime Cyrus had a really distinct voice, and then just my concept of Cyrus of being like, the world is silent, everything is painful, 
worlds shall not pass without my power. Like that sort of like deep. And I, I really like character voices and uh, that sort of concept for Cyrus was like, wow, that's such a cool concept because he like he has the villain voice, even if he's not actually talking in the games. Like I can see the villain voice. This is what I geek over. Yeah, it's so I haven't seen that part of the anime where Ash kind of interacts with Cyrus because, you know, every evil team thing in the anime is always like pushed to the very end. Yeah, and I also think yeah, a lot of the main team Galactic cut content actually got cut from the American airing of the anime because there was some weird shit with the Team Rocket versus Team Galactic special that got it banned. I don't quite know I the details. Don't remember? But I that? know that's a I... thing. Okay. It, it might be Team Plasma actually that that happened too, but one of the two. I I, I remember. I think I remember it happening to Plasma. Um... It might have been Plasma. I might just be entirely fucking wrong, but I, the point yeah. is I haven't seen a lot of the galactic sure. arc of the yeah. anime, and uh, it's interesting to hear about that contrast to Cyrus, because there's also the fact that in black and white, N was just kind of a guy that hanged out with them for a while. Yeah. Like, I don't think he even, I don't even remember if he, like, becomes, like, a villain at some point, if it's like, oh, he was part of Team Plasma. He just kind of, like, hangs around for a while. <laughs> he just kind of yeah. becomes yeah. Ash's companion for a couple episodes. I don't remember the black and white anime as much. Like, I, I hi, I'm N. I'm like, here now. Hi, how <laughs> you doing? Uh, <laughs> remember me yeah, but... from the video game? I don't do any of that. I'm just here. <laughs> <laughs> and N is such an interesting character. I'd really like... Cool character as well. We actually covered N. That was one of our first topics. Like, episode fucking four of this podcast was all about I N. I Yeah, but um, I'd really like to revisit it. Because it definitely is an interesting topic, and I have a little bit more of insight on it now. Because I've kind of, I haven't played through black and white in a long time, but I've seen more black and white content recently mm -hmm. than I had in the past. So you have like it's, a more a better understanding or like a new it, perspective or something. It does kind of suck that I haven't beaten black and white since I was a child. I was trying to play through it casually, but then I lost like two hours of save data, and I lost motivation. That does kill motivation, yeah. I did I did start a white nuzlocke on the side, so we'll see like maybe if that's successful, that will push me to be black and white again. But you know, yeah. nuzlocks are very much never successful for me. So, <laughs> you know. Uh yeah. Um, but I, I don't know if there's anything else that we have to discuss in that there is to discuss in Legends, because it's mainly just what is it? It's back in the past. You look different, the style is different, the starters. I don't know if there's anything else that we can touch on. I mean, just like, do you have like any like big brain speculation about the story beyond what we've already talked about? Oh, um, you meet God. That's what it's. That, oh, <laughs> wow. The, I can't believe it. That's such an amazing yeah. theory. Andrew. It's wild. But, uh, <laughs> well, to, to be fair, to be fair, they it's not necessarily confirmed that Arceus actually shows up and like talks to you. Yeah, that's true. It could just be like. Oh, a weird side thing. Like, it's a, um, it's the whole Arceus as a thing is so weird just because he contradicts a lot of the previous lore. <laughs> like, like Mew being and, the first type thing. Yeah, my my headcanon, my hashtag fucking headcanon has always been <laughs> uh, that Arceus made like the world, and he made Mew, and then Mew made the rest of the Pokemon. That makes sense. That's that's always been how I yeah. saw it. 
my pick, my idea is that Arceus is just one part of uh, what is it? I don't, now I'm not a I'm not a Christian, so I don't actually know what it is. But it's like the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Arceus <laughs> is one of them. He's he's only one of those things. He's one of those things. Mew is the second, and then whichever God I'm missing. Except also in Christianity, all three of those things are also kind of the same thing. It's it's exactly. Christianity's weird, y'all. <laughs> exactly. Therefore, no, but they're all Pokemon. Get it? Whoa. Oh. Whoa, oh. they're all Pokemon. Oh, no, what is it? Like, um, unknown. That's what it is. Like, the lot of big theories, like, unknown help shape the world because it's oh, like Arceus. No, Arceus used unknown. a thousand hands. Unknown um, sucks, though. Unknown is bad. <laughs> but unknown is also letters and communication. Way Whoa. back in the olden days, instead of writing, they just took a bunch of unknown and slammed them on a piece of paper and sent that off. In the old times, in the long, long ago. In. Pokemon Legends Arceus. Coming soon to the Nintendo Switch. <laughs> that's it. No, alright, that's it. That's that's what I want. I don't I will completely forget this. So remind me when the game comes out, even though that's like a, a year plus from now. But okay. uh, there has to be a fetch quest for every single unknown in Legends of Arceus. Oh has no. To be. There has it's to gonna be. be it's gonna be like the stupid Diglett thing in Isle of Armor. <laughs> I have heard about that, yes. Um, well, no, again, I don't care if it's like a post game thing. I, I would prefer it to be able to same thing actually of just like the side event that like, hey, uh, Arceus's hey, hand, a thousand hands seem to be letters. missing. We'll find them in the, yeah. Because <laughs> uh, the theory is that uh, Arceus, like the idea is that Arceus shaped the world with its thousand hands or whatever. Um, and, or a thousand arm, whatever it is. And uh, one of the theories that I remember seeing is that unknown were those thousand arms of like going around and teaching language because they were letters and then humans were like, oh, oh A, B, C, alphabet. Let's go. I'm like, <laughs> I mean, I guess what unknown did like in the in the movie that unknown was in kind of, I guess, supports mm -hmm. that maybe. Yeah. The unknown were a lot more badass in the movie than they were in the fucking video games where all they did was use hidden power poorly. Yeah, I wish they could have made they could have made unknown good while still only having it no hidden power. They just they should have given it like really good special attack and speed, so you could just be like, "Hey, put some choice specs on that guy and use hidden power. It'll be a good time." Be interesting to look at. Um, that was back in the day though, when because uh, unknown showed up when. Types yes, choice packs were not in fact a thing in Pokemon Gold, Silver, Crystal. Well, not, not only that, that was, that was back when uh, uh, types determined if the move was a physical or special. Like, uh, all water types were special and all, I don't know, normal Yeah, 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 that's true, that's true. So, so like, nowadays, yeah, with power I, I, always I, being special, it should change that, but... They should have, in Gen 4, just made Unknown, like, way better than he used to be. Just be like, he has really good special attack and speed now. Put some choice specs on him. Have if you're time. able to spell a word that <laughs> the Pokemon game can confirm is a word in your party, unknown, like triple their special attackers. <laughs> they evolve. The word still just unknown. Like it's just like <laughs> it, it's unknown with, like with like a, a, a second N. <laughs> no, they they introduce the uh, lowercase and uppercase letter ones, and then. <laughs> oh no. It's a rabbit hey guys, hole too deep. Guess what? <laughs> guess what? Instead of 26 unknown, there are 52. Pew, 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 pew. Pew, pew, pew. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, 
All right. Uh, I don't know if we're done or not. <laughs> we're not done. If we not, have another segment we, to do. We have, well, I mean, like in terms of legends, because we are we are scraping the bottom of the barrel. If we're talking about unknown right now. Yeah, I, I like this conversation though. It's gone to a fun place <laughs> of of having a good time. <laughs> I like doing this show, y'all. I wish more people would do Surprise. it for, with me more often. <laughs> uh. Which I'll talk more about that at the end of the show. If anybody's listening, I probably should have said it at the beginning because that would have been when everybody was listening. But you know, I forgot. So we're yeah. gonna do it at the end now. <laughs> so. Um, yeah, I guess unless you have any, like, you know, do you have closing thoughts on both of the games in general? Uh, Sinnoh, good. <laughs> That's all I got, man. True. That is, in fact, correct. Uh, we'll go from there, I think. <laughs> uh, I'm sorry, did you say so? Uh, uh, my mom came in the room. <laughs> oh, no, duh, we can, we'll go from there. That's pretty much it. Yes, Sinnoh, good, in fact. Yes. I, I also agree. I'm very interested to see how Legends works because it's very obvious that like Pokemon is trying new things like in terms of like the direction that like spinoffs and remakes will go in the future because we had, you know, Let's Go and stuff like that. Like they're obviously experimenting. Right. Which, oh my God, dude. The the amount of people who were like living in fear that that announcement was going to be Let's Go Johto is very funny. <laughs> Like, uh-oh. uh, what's it going to be like when they when they when gold and silver come up on like the little like that would have been the ultimate troll, too. They should have stopped on gold, silver, crystal for like a solid couple seconds just to freak people out before going on and stopping at diamond and pearl. Oh, uh, yeah, that would have been funny. <laughs> like, just pause there and everybody's like, oh, no, oh, no. And then they're like, just Welcome kidding. to let's go. Psych. Guess what? We got to psych. Funny. Sino time. <laughs> uh. They they made they mocked up like a whole like five second snippet of a gameplay trailer to start it and they'd just be like psych. <laughs> they have the intro music to a uh, Heart Gold and Soul Silver all over again. People are like, oh no. Or people would be oh, like, no. guys, ultra heart gold and soul silver. <laughs> ultra gold and silver. Whoa. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, I'd say we're about uh, good here. Uh, we can move <laughs> on to that other thing that we do on the show at the ends. We can do that now. Uh, Survey says. Da, 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 da. I had to do some math. I got to do some fucking mental math. Hold on. Okay, it's time for Jindy's favorite part of the episode. But, you know, Jindy's not here, so I guess I'm going to take it away. And now it's now it's time for me to stall until I actually pull up a fucking Pokemon. Hi how, how you feeling, Anaru? <laughs> how you feeling today? You feeling good? Uh alright, things are good, things are solid. Uh Pokemon Glad to hear is it. a thing. All Pokemon good. is in indeed a good, yes. <laughs> Um, I wish my computer browser would work correctly at what I need it to. Fuck, this is very unrelated. It's very unrelated to everything. But uh, what if they remade Pokemon Battle Revolution? Um, so the thing about Battle Revolution, right, is as cool as it was graphically, 
it was kind of a letdown compared to Stadium. Sure. Yeah. So if they if they remade like that type of game, I would want it to I would want it to see be like Stadium Three rather than Battle Revolution Plus or Battle Revolution Two. So they make a uh, Stadium Three, but with Battle Revolution like move effects, which I don't think has ever been and move effects like Pokemon Dimensions, things like that, because that was a thing as well. Like Wailords were actually huge, and Togepi's were actually like really really tiny. People are always like, what would be the point of making Stadium? First of all, you can push the graphics to the limits because you don't have to program a fucking world. It's just battles. Yeah. So yeah. you can you can push the graphics to the limits. And uh, also, you know, Stadium wasn't just a fucking battle simulator. It had the mini games, which everybody adores, and we would get more of those. And it also had the gym leader tower which is a really good and challenging string of boss fights, especially for the people who use the rentals. And I think people would eat that up if we got it again, just because of, you know, yeah. we haven't had a lot of challenge lately. So give us, give us that good, good gym leader tower challenge. That would be a cool concept for Hershey's to have. Like, uh, not necessarily, like a Coliseum-like thing would be interesting. To, or the competitive side of things would be good. But also yeah. Hershey's had, like, if they instead had... I don't want to say mini games because that's kind of weird, but um, <laughs> it's literally side. Pokemon Stadium. Like it's just Stadium <laughs> Three. <laughs> hey guys, Legend, look, we didn't we didn't feel like making a new working title. It's Stadium Three. Uh, but it'd be interesting to see. Like I could see, I could honestly see you if you like. Um, th- this is I don't know how you would. Yeah, maybe you could if you were able to. I don't either like complete the Pokedex or finish the main game. Probably, probably finish the main game. Actually, thinking about it, but if you finish mm-hmm. the main game of Legends, they're like, okay, now uh, we've explored these Pokemans and they seem really cool. You know what we're gonna do? We're gonna start off the Pokemon League thing for the first time ever. Here are the first eight gym leaders, and they are random people you've met along your journey that were like significantly stronger than your average person. And it's like these. This will be the Whoa. first eight Whoa. gym leaders. And- here are the first four League Four members, and since you beat the main game, you're now the first champion. And then uh, you can do the same thing as you did in like Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, where if you go through the Elite title Four, defense? you find a random. Yeah, the title defense type thing. Oh my god, Anaru, don't don't make me hope for things I won't get. <laughs> so amazing. There you go. That's Sounds my thing amazing. for. That's my thing for uh, Legends. That probably won't happen. Is Jim- they create the Pokemon League? Pokemon League. Yes, indeed. Good, good. Okay, so I have a Pokemon now. I just have to. Cool. I just have to fucking make my eyes work long enough to see where the Pokedex entries are. There we go. Unless, unless you wanted to do the questions, I forgot to. No, let's do the let's do, let's do the uh, entry one because be interesting. Because I don't know okay. anything about Pokedex entries. So. We we also haven't done the questions one in a long time, but that that's that's for an episode where more than one person is here. Which who knows if that'll be ever again. So, <laughs> so uh, okay. Oh, okay. So this Pokemon is uh, the Pokedex entry I'm going to give you is from Pokemon X. It lives in snowy regions. It carves patterns in trees with its claws as a signal to others. What are you thinking? Well, I'm thinking it's got to be something uh, snow related. You think? Uh, it could unsurprisingly. Be? Unsurprisingly. Um, could you repeat it one more time? Uh, sure. 
Uh, it lives in snowy regions. It carves patterns in trees with its claws as a signal to others. As a signal to others. I don't know if that sounds like a solid, because the first thing that came into my head is Sneasel, but I don't know if that's necessarily... Hmm. Is that is that your first answer? You get three. Sure, we'll throw Sneasel out there. Why not? Sneasel is incorrect. Okay. Unsurprisingly. It, it claws and trees. Or no, that's that's not what it was. What was it again? It lives in snowy lives regions. It carves patterns region. in trees with its claws as a signal to others. Carves patterns in trees. Holy shit, I didn't realize that you wouldn't have been able to guess based on this because it's very much a not really hint worthy Pokedex entry, but I'm going to read it after because it's very funny. <laughs> uh... This Pokemon's Ultra Sun Pokedex entry is amazing. I will tell you it after. Oh, I guess we could we could try Weavile. All right, let's try Weavile. I'm, hey, got it. <laughs> It was it was so painful for me to not clue you in when you said Sneasel. I was like, oh, he's so close. He's so close. It's like the only thing I thought of. And I'm like, wait, yeah. there's Weavile. No, we've been talking there's about all, There's another done. Sneasel. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, and the Pokemon of the episode is Pokemon. It's Pokemon. Pokedex number 461, Weavile, the Sharp Claw Pokemon. And uh, if you give me just a second, I will give you a competitive set. But first... I would really like to share this Pokedex entry with you because okay. it's Ultra Sun Pokedex entry says <laughs> so, it's so cruel. It's the entry is one Weavile will trip a Sandshrew and flip it over, and then another Weavile will deal the finishing blow with its sharp claws. Wow. <laughs> They're just fucking killing Sandshrews for no reason. Just wow. for fun. And it's not even like because they're like ground types and they're natural enemy. They, they were ice types instead of moon. They're their friends. Dang. <laughs> We've all out here. Dangerous. No wonder. Oh my god. So I'm pulling up Smogon. This is going to be a Sun and Moon set because Sword and Shield just fucking doesn't have sets on Smogon right now. Because of the whole, like, metagame shift with Crown Tundra, which I guess they apparently still haven't figured out yet. Okay. And also, Weavile might just be national decks, and I know they haven't update that, updated that in a while either. No, no, he's in the fucking... He's in one of the... One of the DLC. <laughs> he's in one of them. Probably Crown Tundra, if I had to guess, because he is an icy boy. So anyway, here's a Gen 7 competitive set. Uh, it's a choice band set. Uh, Jolly Nature with 252 in attack, 4 in defense, and 252 in speed. The ability pickpocket, and uh, guess what, guys? The item choice band. I don't know if you realize. Whoa. <laughs> and uh, the moves Knock Off, Icicle Crash, Ice Shard, and Pursuit. And that has been the Pokemon of the episode. And unsurprisingly, I did not prepare a third segment. I don't have a quiz. And I don't know if my editor will want to fucking deal with a showdown battle. So, show's done. We did it. Applause. Clap, 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 clap. Clap, 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 clap. We did it. So, um, by the way, little little thing. Okay, everybody who's still listening, listen up. Listen up real good. Open your ears. Open them up. If you are a listener of the show, 
and you have a fucking you have a discord account you got a and you got a phone a laptop whatever the fuck you have we want guests okay we don't we're not like we're not like other podcasts okay you don't have to fucking run audacity and send us through track just it's a discord call and we record it with a fucking bot like you want to talk about pokemon with us come on in we want you listen come come guest on our show do it Send us an email, send us a Discord, send us a Twitter, send us any social media, and we'll get you on this show. It might be with just me, because uh, scheduling with other co-hosts is annoying right now, but you know, yep. you can come on the show. It'll be a great time. We'll talk about any Pokemon topic you fucking want, your heart desires, even if you've already covered it. We'll fucking do it again. I don't care. <laughs> I want to make episodes of this show. Please. <laughs> He also uh, accepts MySpace in case you were curious. Uh, <laughs> there is fun fact: there does exist a Pixels, Polygons, and Fun MySpace page. I don't really? think we have the login to it anymore. We made it as a meme, and it doesn't have anything on it, but it does exist. You can, in fact, find Pixels, Polygons, and Fun there on you MySpace. You won't find much, but it is there. <laughs> the the Pixels MySpace was a that was a very that's a classic meme. That's a that's a that's a good old <laughs> a blast to the past pixels meme. But um, yeah, come on our show, do it. We want you. We want you. Yep. Just just Photoshop my face on the fucking the Uncle Sam that says we want you. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I guess that's about it for the show. We should probably do some outro proceedings here, Mister Anaru. Where can our listeners Hello. find you and the amazing Not a Scratch podcast? Speaking of memes on the show, hello, hi. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so you can find me at Adoran Region on Twitter. Uh, you can find the show at Not a Scratch Cast on Twitter. Uh, you can follow the show uh, Not a Scratch. It's a Pokemon Mystery Dungeon TTRPG actual play podcast that is. Uh, as we've mentioned way earlier in the episode, 7,000 plays in, so at least some people are listening. Uh, you should join. You. That's right, you. Photoshop me and Uncle Sam. That's totally a unique concept. <laughs> that we haven't, I haven't done before. Um, uh, you can... Let's see, what else is there? Uh, I, I stream on Twitch. That's right. Uh, I'm currently streaming Whoa. that Pokemon Emerald thing I talked about way back when. Uh, you can check the Twitch Way back thing when, account. an hour and 25 minutes ago. Yeah. Uh, you can check me out on Twitch at Adorn. It's Adorn Region. Uh, you can Probably. check out the YouTube channel, the same name. Uh, and let's see what else is there. Um, yeah, that's pretty much it. There's a bunch of stuff in the works that I'm not allowed to talk about, but like it could be interesting. It may be. It might not be. Actually, I don't know yet because I'm still planning it. But also, it could be interesting. Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. If you uh, check out uh, the Twitch Adorn Region. Uh, streaming through Pokemon Emerald with a guy who has never played the game before. It's very exciting because he knows nothing, so, like, evolutions are surprising and stuff like that, which is always fun. Yeah, that does um, sound like it would be cool. I should I should stop in for one of those. Yeah. Yeah, there's also a, a Stream Vault account as thing, a YouTube channel for that, so if, in case you want to catch up. There's highlight episodes that go out uh, on weekends on the main YouTube channel, which you can check out. Uh, if you check out there, I'm playing through Ace Attorney because I love those games. And uh, Tangle Tower, which is like a detective. Oh, I just game. bought the trilogy like... for Ace Attorney on my uh, PS4. Yes, yes, Hell it's yeah. such a good, such a good game. Uh, 
I, I enjoy like story games as I've mentioned before, and Ace Attorney is a great story game with amazing music as well. So um, check all the stuff out. Uh, if you very up the, silly anime, which I'm a very good big the anime. Fan of. I love it. I love it. I love the anime. Uh, not the best like a, like quality wise or whatever, but who cares? I loved it. Um, yeah, I watched the entirety of the uh, the Game Grumps Let's Play of the original Phoenix Wright Ace Attorney, and mm -hmm. it, it's very charming and very good. Yeah. Um, yeah, basically, if you type the word Adurin, A-H-D-U-I-R-N, on Google, my name pops up about nine out of ten times. And whoever that tenth person is basically stole the name because I created it myself. So, uh, <laughs> um, We find out there's some guy who, like, made an account called Adurin Region in, like, 2005. And he's just... Yeah, that would be surprising. Know, he, he was off the internet for a while, and then he comes back. He's like, who the fuck is this guy? <laughs> uh, but, yeah, that's basically it on my end. Uh, follow the stuff. Check out the stuff. You'll enjoy it. Probably. Maybe, who knows? And I did have a question for you, Andrew. I was looking at your YouTube channel. I this is probably like a month or two ago. Like my brain, sure. my brain does not work correctly. But did the did the Among Us thing that I was in ever come out? Probably. All of probably. the Among Us videos have come out, so I would assume it has. I couldn't uh, find it. I was looking for it. I'm like, where's the one with me in it? I want to watch the one oh, that uh, I was in. <laughs> probably one of them. It's probably there. So. If it's not there, then that means that there's a video on my laptop that I could use because I don't Ooh. know if I can record it. Andrew's got so. Andrew might have content hidden. Whoa, crazy <laughs> man. Um, yeah, no, that's uh, basically it. I think I don't know if there's anything else I can think of. Alrighty, well, you can find me on uh fucking Twitch, Twitch.tv/RileyStreams. You can find me on YouTube as Riley exclamation point. You can find me on Twitter at Riley Tweets. Uh, as for other podcast-related content, there's, of course, the main show of the Pixels Media Network, which is so part of, Pixels, Polygons, and Fun. That show can be found on pretty much any podcasting platform known to man. Uh, and then there's other podcasts that I do, uh, mainly the Riley Podcast Mega Feed, which is the place where you can find all sorts of podcasts that I do, such as Largest Issue in the Galaxy and Brand Spankin' New, the Jelly You Podcast, which is a podcast that you can tell by the name if you know the man who is Jelly You, is not a podcast that I run, but he made it for his second YouTube channel and he said, hey, you, sh you should also put it on the Riley Podcast Mega Feed. And I was like, okay. So yeah, I do that podcast with Jason, with Jellyu. It's a good time. And yeah, you can find the Riley Podcast Mega Feed on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, and on Stitcher. And there's also the MoCast, which you can find on anchor.fm slash the-mo-cast, or by looking at modiggity42 on YouTube, just uh, shooting the shit with my, my buddies. It's a good time. And I think that about covers us for now. So, uh, yeah, good episode. I'm glad because I, I remember last time I did this, we were struggling to hit an hour, and now we've kind of just naturally flowed for like two hours. So I'm satisfied. I'm proud of myself. Proud of you, Andrew. Me talking about Pokemon? <laughs> Bro, we, we, we'll be going all night. <laughs> we'll just, be here all night. <laughs> we'll, start off, we'll start off talking about Bulbasaur and end up with Eternatus, just going down the Pokemon. <laughs> I mean, we did do that. We did a gener we split it generationally, but we me and Odin actually did rate every single fucking Pokemon. That sounds terrifying.
it's those are good episodes especially the gen 6 one that was actually the one i uh submitted to uh pokemon crossroads when they were like reaching out to people to like mm -hmm. hey what, what was your best podcast episode of 2020 that's what i submitted was our gen 6 rating all the pokemon episode because it was really funny cool but anyway yeah, we we're trying to end the show we went on the tangent yes. while yeah. trying to end the show that's how you know how good we are hey let's go <laughs> This has been Pokemon Variety Hour. I've been Riley. I've been Andrew. And we'll see you probably not next week, but someday. Someday we'll see, see you again. We'll meet again. Someday. Bye. Bye. <laughs> Bye.